message that I spoke the last time we were together on what are you expecting? And I'm just going to go recap a little bit from when I spoke last. And let's start you off with Isaiah 30 and 18. It's in the Amplified Classic Version. It says, and therefore, the Lord earnestly waits, expecting, looking, longing to be gracious to you. And therefore, he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you and show you loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied of those who earnestly wait for him who expect and look and long for him, for his victory, for his favor, his love, his peace, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. And as we were speaking last time we were together, when we expect of God, when we begin to have hope in the Lord, that he gets up off his throne, the scripture says he lifts himself up off his throne to come and see about us, to see what needs to be done, how how he can fix the situation when we expect of him. The problem is most times we have no expectations. We're just going along with just whatever happens. But the word of God says when we expect of God, he gets up off his throne. He wants to show us his love. He wants to show us his joy, his favor, his peace. He wants to get involved in our in our daily lives, but we have to expect of him. So when we expect of God, he gets up off his throne to show mercy. God wants to show us mercy and kindness. He wants to do great things for us. But if we're not expecting, nothing's going to happen. Guess what? God is waiting on us. What are you expecting from God? Are you expecting another 2020 like we had last year? No, I can tell you, I'm not expecting to see that again. No, I'm not expecting. I am expecting a year of abundance from the Lord. I'm expecting to see the hand of God move in my life and you should be expecting the same thing. Are you expecting lack? No, you should be expecting abundance. Are you expecting things to continue to be bad? No, we want to walk in the fullness of, of all that God has for us. We want to walk in total, total life prosperity. Why? Because God says it is ours. Are you expecting to walk in God's unmerited favor all year round? Yes, all year round. What are you expecting? Now, the question the Lord asked me while I was studying, preparing this message, he asked me, Dora, are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to get what I, I promised you? What are you willing to do to get what me, God, what I said I'm going to do for you? You know, and that kind of took me aback when, when he said that. I said, well, I'm not doing it, whatever it is, you know? I, so when he asked me that question, it's for a reason. So, and like I tell you, when the Lord gets me, I get you. So my question to you, the same as he asked me, what are you willing to do to get the, the hand of God moving on your behalf? What are you willing to do to stand on the word of God until you see what you say? Are you willing uh, not to be moved by what you see or feel or hear? Are you willing to search the scriptures that shows you the promise that God has for you and stand on it? Are you willing to have a relationship with Father God and not just him an acquaintance? Are you willing to think on good things and cast down the thoughts that you shouldn't be thinking? He says, well, what are you willing to do? So I'm asking you, what are you willing to do? And in Philippians 4 and 8, and the King James Version said, Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Are you willing to think on the good things? Are you willing to, 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 to lock in on what God says is good for us and not 
play over in, in our minds over and over again the bad things, over and over again the rejection, over and over again the failure. What good things are you willing to do? And in the Amplified Version, it says, For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is love, lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. These are the things the Lord wants us to, to have our minds on, to have a good report in my, our minds, to have lovely things, good things, not playing over the, the bad things, the things that made you sad, the things that didn't work out for you, you know, on last year. He said, whatever is good, winsome, whatever is lovely. He said, take the time and think on those things. See, when you guard your heart, hope and expectation will rise. When you put a guard over your mind and when you put a guard over your heart, when you add faith and love to God for the hope that he has in you, that'll complete the transaction. Faith, hope, and love. All those three working together for you. Are you willing to stay in the word of God? Are you willing to stand on the word of God? Are you willing to stay until faith rises up within you? Are you willing to, willing to meditate on that word day and night until you, you feel your faith rising within you and you, you come out roaring like the lion in the tribe of Judah because you know and you know that the word of God is true? Are you willing to feed your faith and starve your doubts to death? Are you willing to search those scriptures that promise healing and stand until full deliverance manifests? Are you willing to do these things? You know, we as humans are lazy and we want everybody to do everything for us. But when the Lord said, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to do these things to stand? I said, yes, Lord, I am willing. I am willing. Are you willing to only speak life to the situations in your life and not speak death and not speak sickness, not speak lack? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to search those scriptures until you get total deliverance? Hallelujah. What the Lord said is yours. Are you willing to stick to your guns? Are you willing to stand until you see what you say? Are you willing to shut down all unnecessary things that distract you from the word of God? We, we as humans, we have our life and it's totally busy. It's always busy, busy, busy. We think there are things that we have to do to survive on this earth. I'm not saying to lock yourself into a corner and, and just, just read the scriptures. That's not what I'm saying. But are you willing to set aside some things that will distract you? Some things that will pull you off of the word of God. All things that we're doing are really not necessary. But what are you willing to do to get that relationship with God? I mean, back back in full gear. Are you willing to step away from just being an acquaintance to have a full-on relationship with God? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to get full of the word of God and to speak only the word of God on that situation until you get the end results? Are you willing to continue to expect of God? Are you expecting, Lord, I expect you to do this. I expect this to change on my behalf. I expect to see your favor manifest in this situation. When you're going out looking for a job, are you going out with expectations that this job is mine? I, I believe I'm receiving this job with high expectations. Not going out, well, here's another interview. I don't know what's going to happen. This, no. What are you expecting? You are the deciding witness. And I say, yes, I am willing. I am willing. 
and I will do what the Lord wants me to do. And 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 I say this often it's in Psalms 91, I will say of the Lord. And that's what we as saints of God have to be willing to say. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord, Lord, you are my deliverer. Lord, you are my refuge. Lord, you are my strong tower. You are my fortress. Lord, you are my healer. Lord, you are my peace. Lord, you are my joy. Lord, you are my source. I will say of the Lord. When you begin to say that, you start to get your hope rising. You start to get your expectation rising because now you're saying and you're hearing yourself say, I will say of the Lord. Lord, you are this for me. You are that for me. And I am standing on your word. When you begin to expect of the Lord, Lord, I expect this. Hallelujah. He says, I'll get up off my throne for you. I'll show you my mercy. I'll show you my love. I'll show you my kindness. When you begin to expect of the Lord. Question again, what are you expecting and what are you willing to do to see the full manifestation that God has for you? Lord, I say you are my all in all. No matter whatever it is, you are that. Whatever I need, you are that. You said in the, in the beginning, I am that I am. Whatever it is that you need me to be, the Lord said, I am that. What are you expecting? Hallelujah. Get your hope and get your expectation up in the Lord. No, Lord, I believe your word. I will stand on your word. I will continue, hallelujah, to speak your word until I see what I say. You know, hope enables you to endure hardships and long waiting periods. You know, hope helps you to stand between the time when you said amen and then you see it, there it is. And that waiting time is, the scripture says, seed, time, and harvest. And that spans of time when you're waiting, it seems like things are not happening, things are not moving as fast as you want them to move. Are you willing to stand? Are you willing to continue to speak the word of God? What are you willing to do? I'm willing to stand until I see what I say. Hope helps you to stand. Hallelujah. And the battle is on. When you begin to make your stand, the battle is on. Satan is not going to roll over and just, just let your life be just as, as peachy king. That's not his job. His job is to try to, 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 to get you off of the word of God. His job is trying to send discouragement. His, his job is trying to, to get you in a hopeless situation. But I say, no, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortune. He is my deliverer. Whatever you need, speak it. I will say of the Lord. He says in his word, he will supply all my needs. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord. Hallelujah. And thank you, Lord. That's what you need to say. He is the God that supplies all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Are you willing to get locked into the word for healing and not be moved until you see what you say? Not be moved by a negative report. Not be moved by what comes in an email. You know, they send you text. Well, this is that. What? No. Are you willing to stand until you see what you say? Are you willing to stand when they say, when you say well, they're going to come knocking on your door? Uh-uh. What does the word of God say? What are you willing to say? And what are you saying of the Lord? I will say of the Lord, he is my source. He says he would supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Are you willing to say I am healed by the stripes that Jesus bore and stand on it and not be moved, not be shaken. Hallelujah. Because the things come to shake you. You feel the pain. You feel what, what the doctor is saying. Well, yeah, I see that lump. Yeah. I saw it too. 
But when I began to pray and stand on the word of God, when they went back to find the lump, it was gone. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. What are you willing to do? Thank you, Lord. Psalms um, 27 and 14 in the Amplified says, wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Psalms 24 27, 14 says, expect of the Lord. That's what the Lord wants us to do. Expect of him. Keep your faith in the field. Expectation carries you during the tough times. What are you expecting of the Lord? Let your heart be strong. Hallelujah. And stand on the word of God. Not be shaken. Get on that word. When you feel yourself getting a little shaky, it's time to get back in the word. It's time to I'll say of the Lord. It's time to get in those scriptures and say it. Hallelujah. Meditate on it until you feel your faith rising. Hallelujah. Until you feel your hope rising and your expectation rising. Why? Because I will say of the Lord. I expect of the Lord that when I do, he said he'll get up off his throne. God is not man that he should lie. He will not lie to you. Hallelujah. What are you expecting? Hope and expectation, they work hand in hand. Expect the Lord to show up and show out on your behalf. You know, and I used to say, you know, I am the apple of the Lord's eye and he treats me better than anybody else in the world. I can say that about me. You have to say it for yourself. Listen, me and the Lord, we have something going on. And I can say, yeah, I say that. And I mean it and I believe it. What about you? What are you saying about the Lord? Hallelujah. Stand on the word. Study the word. Believe the word until you get it deep down in your knower, until you know and you know and you know. God's word is true. You won't get that way. You won't have that hope stirred up if you don't spend time in the word. I'm telling you, you got to get that time in the word. Got to meditate on the word. When the Lord gives you scripture, stand on it, meditate on it over and over again. Meditate means to mutter, mutter, mutter. Think on that. Think on the good things. Think on what the Lord has told you, what he's spoken to you, the word he's promised you. That's what you think on. Hallelujah. I will say of the Lord, when you know deep down in your heart that you are healed, no matter what you see, feel, or know, what they say, you know in your heart, I'm already healed. By the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already healed. I'm not moved. I will stand and I will expect and I will hope in the Lord until I see what I say. Thank you, Lord. Bless the name of the Lord for healing because his healing virtue flows all the time. The prosperity he has for us is flowing all the time. It gives him great pleasure to prosper and bless us. But what are you expecting? If you're not expecting prosperity, if you're not expecting abundance, if you're not expecting favor, guess what? You're not going to get it. No matter what it looks like, no matter how long it's been, ignite your expectation. Watch God get off of his throne for you. What are you expecting? Isaiah 40 and, 30, and 31 says, but they, hallelujah, that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary, weary and they shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. No matter who you are, what circumstances you're facing in your life, you cannot function successfully without hope in God. You must have your hope in God. When you embrace hope on purpose, it influences your thoughts. It changes your thoughts. When you do it on purpose, it changes your attitudes and your outlook on life because you now have hope in the Lord. I will say 
of the Lord. He is my refuge. I expect to see the favor of God move on my behalf every day. And that's what you say, should say when you wake up in the morning. Lord, I thank you that your favor follows me. Just like goodness and mercy, your favor is with me everywhere I go. Expect it. Expect it. No matter where you go, no matter what you have to do, you go out with the expectation that something good is going to happen for me today. That I'm going to get that job that I've been standing and believing God for. Stand on that word. Every day, Expect I expect to hear. I don't care how many times it will be filled it with someone else, we filled it with someone. You expect to hear from the Lord that the job is yours. I will say, what are you expecting? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So embrace hope on purpose. It influences your thoughts. Hope builds you up. Hallelujah. As you wait on God, hope builds you up. It undergirds you. It strengthens you as you wait on God. Hope releases your joy and the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's in Nehemiah 8 and 10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I tell you, hope releases that joy. Hope releases that favor. Hope releases that expectation that God is going to do it for me. He's working it out. Hallelujah. On my behalf, what are you expecting? Don't stop believing during the impossible times. Hallelujah. When these possible situations rise up, don't stop believing. Don't stop hoping. Don't stop uh, expecting of God. Never assume that where you are today is as good as it gets. You know, you don't get locked into that, oh, um, no, no, ho, hum, no. This is not as good as it gets unless you are living a total life prosperity that God has for you, that God decreed over your life before the foundation of the world. If it seems impossible to you, and I've said it over and over and I, when we pray, if it seems impossible, it's a job for El Shaddai. It's a job for God Almighty, the breasted one who supplies and meets every need. If it's impossible, call on El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Expect El Shaddai to show up on your behalf. Hallelujah. Because with God, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, because nothing, no thing is impossible to God. When we expect and when we believe, hallelujah. Matthews 19 and 26 says, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them with God, with God, all things are possible. So what are you asking for? What are you expecting? What are you hoping for? What are you believing for? Get your expectation up. Hallelujah. Because, because God wants to bless. Hallelujah. He wants to move on your behalf. He wants to fix every situation. But if you're not expecting, hallelujah, your expectation and hope must be in the Lord. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my strength. He is my God. In him, I have confident trust. Do you have confident trust in the Lord? Are you confidently trusting the Lord? Hallelujah. In every situation, are you giving it to him or are you giving up? What are you expecting? Acts 3 and 5, the King James Version said, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. This is the crippled, the beggar, and at the gate, beautiful. And he was sitting there, he, and, he, and he goes there every day begging because he can't work. He's a beggar, and, you know, um, Peter and John walked up to him and says, Look on us. 
So that, that made the man because he was sitting there begging with his head held, you know, held down because, you know, woe is me is his lifestyle. You know, and they said, well, look on us. What do you mean? You had to lift up your head. He said, look on us. And he lifted up his head full expecting to receive from the Lord. His hope rose in them because he was expecting to receive from them. Are you expecting to receive from God? Is your head lifted up expecting, hallelujah, that God is going to do what he said he's going to do? Are you expecting to receive from God? The beggar looked up and he received. Look up to God and receive. They gave heed. He, he paid attention to them. Are you paying attention to the Lord? Are you paying attention to his word? Are you paying attention to the Holy Spirit that will prompt your spirit to move this way, to move that way, to go there, to do this, to say that? What are you expecting and what are you hearing from the Lord? Because when you start to expect from the Lord, he gets involved in your situation and he begins to speak and give you direction. So keep your hope up. Keep your expectation up and look up to receive. I, I tell you, Lord, I thank you. I believe I receive it is being done right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So this beggar was looking to receive. We as saints of God, we're not beggars, but we look up to receive from God. And first uh, Corinthians 13 and 13 says, and now abideth faith, hope, charity, which is love. These three are the great, the, the, I said the great companions. Wishing will not accomplish anything in the kingdom of God. Hoping will, especially when you couple it with faith and love. When you put faith and love together with your hope, that's a tri-mighty a tri, um, power. They're working together. And when you're expecting hoping on the Lord and you have faith in the Lord and you're walking in his love. There's nothing that you cannot accomplish. Hallelujah. Hope is one of the most powerful elements in the universe. It is one of the three essential living substances that want the entire kingdom of God. We must have faith, but faith cannot get anything done without hope. Imagine that faith can't get anything done without hope, that intense expectation. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us, this is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith works with your hope. Faith and expectation, they work together to get things done. No matter what it is, hallelujah, whatever you're standing for, get your hope up, hallelujah. Get your expectation up and begin to receive from God. You must have hope before faith can begin to build anything in your life. You might say that faith is the building material and hope is the blueprint. So if you want something to, to be done in your life, you got to put them all together. Get that faith and that hope working together. Now, here's an example of a young man. He was diagnosed with liver cancer. And he said, I fully expect to be healed of this liver condition. So he was asked, what makes you believe that when the doctor just declared that you have a liver condition that's incurable? What makes you believe that you're going to get cured? He says, let me tell you, I have Bible hope. I am going to be delivered from this liver condition because of God's word. God's word says that every disease, hallelujah, is under the curse of the law. 
Galatians 3 and 13 says, Jesus has redeemed us, redeemed me, redeemed you from the curse of the law. In other words, Jesus has already redeemed you from any sickness, any disease that Satan is trying to attach into your body. And he says, I believe that I'm already healed of this liver condition. He said, that's why I fully expect it to be healed. Because what Jesus did on the cross, he don't have to go back to the cross and die all over again. He did the finished work of the cross. Our job is to expect to keep our hope up and continue to say, Lord, you are my healer. By the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already healed. I, I, I know the pain I'm feeling, whatever. I'm not moved by that. I'm moved only by your word that says, I am healed. Every sickness, every disease is under the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 says, we, are, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Every promise in the Bible is yours. Every promise in the Bible is mine. And we stand on the word. So when you have clear, decise, I mean, decisive, Decisive, clear words. When you believe the word, you know and you know it. By the stripes that Jesus, well, I'm already here. Stand on your word. Hallelujah. Stand on that word because that's your Bible. Hallelujah. Being just elevated and elevated and elevated. And you continue to stand, hallelujah, until you see what you say. You have to have that Bible hope to get your faith moving. Hallelujah. So I say, put your hope to work today. Couple it with faith and love. Hallelujah. Those are the most three important elements in the universe. Hope and trust. Hallelujah. And expectation in the Lord. As I said, I keep saying, I will say of the Lord. Wait, I say on the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. So I ask you again, what are you expecting? What are you hoping for? What are you expecting God to do on your behalf? I will say of the Lord. I want you to say the same. I will say of the Lord. He is my God. And in him, I confidently trust. What are you expecting? I'm expecting to see the hand of God. So should you. Amen. We'd like to thank you for joining us in our service on today. And before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior. It is as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family. Giving is a part of your worship. Giving is a reflection of the love that you have for God. Father God, bless those that are giving and thank you for their generosity and answering their prayers. Amen.